0: Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is Ascension Presents. So, people will ask me often. They'll say things like, Father, I really want to pray, but I just—do you have any tips on how to do it? And I say, one, that's fantastic. You should pray. Number two, absolutely I do. In fact, I've got four tips on how to pray. First thing I want to say this, though, is that You probably know this. Like, if if you want to pray, if you're a Christian, if you're any kind of believer, you realize that prayer is not an option. Prayer is absolutely necessary. That you can't be, we can't be the people that we're called to be unless we have, like, a profound prayer life. We can't be the saints that we're made to be unless we have a profound prayer life. And what having a profound prayer life means is putting in the time. Virtually nothing other than that. It means putting in the time. You already know that, probably what you're struggling with is where do I find the time? That's why the number one question, all one word, the number one question is when. When are you going to pray? Now, here's the thing. I made a video a little, little while ago, came what was on the thing, on the, this page, um, that was, uh, when's your bedtime, right? And I had people contact me and say, well, Father, that's nice and everything, but like I'm just a night person. I'm a night person. I'm like, okay, that's fantastic. Tell me more about that. And one of the things that I saw, kind of like it seemed like reading between the lines, was this. It's easy to be a night person because all it means is you just don't decide. Super easy to be a night person. You just don't decide. You don't decide when you're gonna get up and you don't decide when you're gonna go going to bed. So therefore, night person because it's just easy to kind of drift until you have to collapse and go to sleep. You have to make a decision. Not just the decision about when you get up but also the, the decision about when you go to bed, because if you're going to change this one thing in your schedule, in your day, in your calendar, you've got to change other things. Same thing is true when it comes to when are you going to pray. People say this, No, I decided, I put it in my calendar, it said pray at this time, and I just, I, you know, I, I slept through it, my alarm, or I forgot about it, or um, other things came up and it, I just wasn't able to get there. That's because it was just another win on your calendar. It was just another win on your schedule. and if." prayer is just another when on our schedule, then all of a sudden prayer takes on all of the importance of cleaning your toilet. It is not important. It's just another thing. Here's what you need to do. When you pick your when for prayer, it has to become, and I'm saying has to, it has to become the thing you build your day around. So if you're going to get up early for prayer, that means you build the way you go to sleep or when you go to sleep around when you're going to get up to pray. It begins, it, you, it means that you build when you go to work off of when you go to prayer. Your when has to be the thing for prayer, has to be the thing that defines your day. That defines your day. When. Number two, where? Where are you going to pray? I have people who will, ask, will say this all the time. They'll say, Father, like, I've been trying to pray these days. I have a great when, Like, I've chosen my when, but I keep falling asleep in prayer. Like, what am I supposed to do? What, what am I supposed to do? And I'll ask them the question, like, well, tell me more about this kind of thing, because I don't know everything. And they'll say, well, okay, so what happens is, I'll brush my teeth, and I'll wash my face, I'll get in bed and start praying, and all of a sudden, I'm just out like a light. And I'll say, Look, okay, so I'm not like a spiritual master here, but I kind of think I've narrowed it down. I think I've figured out your problem. Your where might have something to do with you falling asleep in prayer because horizontal lexio Divina often ends up being horizontal Sleepio the rest of the night Dina. Because laying down in prayer makes you fall asleep. So your where makes a difference. Or people will say like, I just can't focus. I'm so distracted in my prayer. Like, Okay, tell me more. Where do you pray? Well, you know, I try to pray at the kitchen table at breakfast when my kids are all getting ready for school and I'm trying to get all the things organized. Like, okay, I think, again, your where needs some work. So when, but also where, where are you going to be able to pray where you're free from distractions but also not so free from distractions that you fall asleep? Now, some people say, well, I need to pray in a church. Listen, I love prayer in a church. I think praying in front of the Blessed Sacrament is the best. It's the tops, as they would say back in the day. But, if you can't get to the chapel or to the church every single day, then find another where. When? Where? Third question, what or like, how? What are you going to do when you pray? Now, what happens, a lot of times people get all excited about prayer and they say, you know, someone told me I need to pray the rosary, so I'm going to pray the rosary. Someone said I should pray the Liturgy of the Hours, so I'll pray the Liturgy of the Hours. Someone said I need to read scripture, so I'll read scripture. Someone says I need to read the lives of the saints, I'm going to read the lives of the saints. I need to pray the Chaplet of Mercy, I have all these prayer cards, I need to pray the prayer cards. I also need to intercede for a ton of people. And so I need to do all of these things and I've only got, given myself 15 minutes to pray. Listen, <laughs> okay, if you only have 20 minutes to pray or 15 minutes to pray, that out of all of those things, you get to choose one, one what, one thing that you do during your prayer and just say, okay, this is it. Now, here's what I invite you to do. When you choose that one what is give yourself a season. What I mean by that is commit to a season. Okay, so I think I've really called to pray the rosary more. Okay, great, wonderful, awesome, that's great prayer, but give yourself a season. Not just like today, but okay, for the next four weeks, I'm going to pray the rosary. The reason for that is because of this, because after four days or so you'll be like, you know what, I think I'm going to move on to something else. Like, no, no, just don't jump from thing to thing, just commit to four weeks or whatever that season is because you're giving yourself commitment but you're also giving yourself freedom. After four weeks you can look back and say, okay, was that helpful for me? Was it beneficial for me? Was it good for me? Yes, you want to keep going? If no, you want to stop, change something else? You're free to do that. So you're what? Pick a season. Pick a thing, one thing, and then pick a season to commit to that. Your fourth question is maybe the most important and it's why? Why? Why are you going to pray? Because so many people, we pray because I want an answer from God. So God, give me an answer. And that what we do is, if we want an answer from God, that's why we're praying, and he doesn't give us an immediate and obvious answer, then we say, well, my prayer just stinks. My prayer is a failure. False! Prayer is not meant to just just give us answers. It's not meant to just give us consolation and peace. It's meant to create a relationship, to build a relationship with the true and living God. And if I can't find 20 minutes every day to build a relationship with the God who's pursuing me, then something is wrong. My priorities are out of whack. When are you going to pray? Where are you going to pray? What are you going to do when you pray? And why are you praying? You know, when you just show up, the whole battle is just showing up and being, being there the whole time. To show up and be there for those 20 minutes, or those 30 minutes, or that hour, whatever it is, to be there and to develop that relationship with God makes all of the difference in the world. I guarantee you this. And if you even just give God 20 minutes a day for the next, I'll say, one year, say for the next five years, imagine your life in 20 years. If you've given God 20 minutes every single day in 20 years, what will your life look like? I mean, remarkable. How many in the next 40 days what will your life look like? You're called to be a prayer. So we have to answer these questions. We've got to make a decision. When, where, what, and why. From all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless. Bonus round, bonus round, bonus round. So one of my good buddies, Father Ben, Father Ben always says this. He says, the hardest day to pray is the day after the day you forget to pray. I'll say that again because I said it really fast. The hardest time to pray is the day after the day that you forget to pray. Because, you know, you're like, I'm rolling, I'm doing this thing, I'm like, oh man, I missed the fifth day of my prayer. And so like, it's all done, I'm disqualified. No, you're not. You're not disqualified. Just get back on, get back on that horse and, and ride. Gaboy, you get back on that kneeler and pray, Christian.